0: You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family.
1: Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast's training buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Dressage Today On Demand. To get full access to all our videos, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code Podcast to save 15% off your subscription. Now, listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. Today's training buzz is sponsored by Purina. The PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science, and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They are dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. Today, we hear from international dressage competitor Gareth Hughes, who talks about the correct body position for dressage. He begins by discussing the saddle choices and goes on to talk about the alignment of the body, legs and arms, as well as the aids available to the rider and what influence on the horse they should achieve.
0: We're going to talk a little bit about uh, rider's position. Um, how how we're looking for uh, you to sit, how the positioning of your leg, your arm, your body, your back, and how how the body we want the body to work through while you're riding. And what we're going to do then is we're going to show you how the your position influences uh, the way of going of the horse. So everybody knows that um, within the dressage position, it's a very upright position. Okay, and it's a balance between being able to sit very very tall but stay relaxed. So what we have is, is that the, the, the saddle does influence our position to a degree. So when you go to look at purchasing a saddle, what you're looking for is a, a saddle that allows you to sit as naturally as possible within the position that we require you to sit in. So um, you don't want the saddle to have too much influence in a good or bad way. Um, so if you're fighting your position, then it's usually not working and also too if you find that you're restricted in your position it's not working either. So what we are looking for is very basically we're looking for uh, this upright back, we're looking for a straight line between the shoulders, the hip and the heel so the leg sits underneath the body. So this is sort of the upright position that we're looking for when when you're you're standing still. Reason being is what we need the, 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 the rider to be able to do is stay open in the shoulder so we have the this, this straight back, just claps a bit. What we don't want is that to happen. So we want them up tall, so the hips are forward, the, the thigh hangs forward like this, which allows the lower leg, bend at the knee, so you have that movement. That's where all the leg aids come from. Leg aid, what we're looking for is you direct from the calf, And you jump from the heel so if we're wanting more activity in anything we use the heel but the aid actually comes from the calf so when we're talking about a leg on the girth we're not actually talking about it being here we're talking about it being underneath the rider so therefore the leg aid does that so if your position if you just sit back a bit if your position's there and that's your natural position then what you have to do is a you can see it doesn't look as nice it's a bit of an armchair position but also too then to use your leg you have to come all the way back here before it starts to come into place so the relaxing leg position is too far off the horse just sit up and forward again so what we're looking for is the leg hangs underneath so when the, when the horse is working away walk trot or canter that your leg is relaxed and breathing on its side so that's sort of the leg position we're looking for. Here, what we have to think about is, is two reasons. One is, sit up straight, it looks better. Two is, is that your position, what we'll do is, we'll, we'll, we'll show you this as once we start moving, is the fact that how you sit through here affects directly how your pelvis works, how you work from here to here, and that does have a direct influence on the horse. Also two is what we're looking for is the arm, hang nicely with a bend through the elbow, So each joint, that's why we have joints in our body, each joint has a job to do. We don't want to lock. If you lock like this, what happens is that happens. You can see that it brings your shoulders to into much of a rounded position. You round the shoulders, you collapse in the middle, you claps in the middle, you tip forward, you tip forward, your lower leg falls out of place. So it has this sort of domino effect. So we're looking for that to be tall, shoulders open, and we're wanting a bend through the elbow and what we're looking for is then a straight line as much as we can from the elbow through the wrist down through the rein to the bit because the rein you can think of two ways it's either an extension of your arm so you imagine if your fingers were around the bit ring or that, that your arm is an extension of the rein but your contact comes from here all the way down through to the bit that is a piece of leather there's nothing alive in that that's a dead piece of material so what we need is we need you to be able to influence this metal bit in the mouth through feel and that feel comes down through your arm so we need to be able to be elastic and we need to be able to be slightly restrictive depending on what we're looking for so again we need this arm angled like this so we have the option to go that way and also that way and that gives us the freedom of movement within George sitting in this position to be able to influence the horse. Okay, so that's the basic position we're looking for. So what we'll do is we'll start moving um, and we'll, we'll sort of show you how that influences as we're going. We're going to start working through, we're going to talk about the rider position as we're going. now. What we're going to do is we're going to focus here a little bit on the rider's position. I'm going to put her in a good position and a bad position so you can see how it affects the frame of the horse, the balance of the horse, the way of going of the horse. Um, When you're uh, working through at lower levels, if you think that in the rider's position we have five aids, we've got two legs, a seat, and two arms. Okay, we can subtly use our voice. Um, but, um, but basically you have those five aids, And those five aids have got to be able to influence direction. They've got to be able to influence the pace that you want. They have to influence the speed within the pace, the tempo, rhythm. They've also got to be able to influence the shape, the frame of the horse, the setup of the horse. So when you're working at lower levels, um, And depending on what country you're in, in the national test, depends on what level the lateral work comes in. But at the lower levels, we're basically judging um, basic shapes, straight lines and circles. So you have those five aids and you can use those five aids to create that influence over that frame, over that shape what happens is as you then start working up the levels and the movements get more and more difficult now you don't get given two more legs another seat and two more arms for them to be able to then influence the lateral positionings so what you have to be able to do is you've got to be able to through this through your frame through your body is create this setup this setup in the way of going that we create not just a should we say, mental understanding, but also we create this muscle memory. The horse learns to be able to hold itself into this setup. It's like us that we what we want to be able to do is we want to be able to create this sort of setup within our own position that we don't have to focus too hard on it. It becomes more natural in how we sit with reminders from our trainers and things like that. But become we, we, we train our body to sit tall. We want to be able to train the horse to be able to stay in this shape. So therefore then that we can pass a degree of responsibility over to them. So within those aids we can sh- we can shape them up, set them up, then ride the positioning of the horse. So what happens then is that what you get away with if you're just riding your basic shapes in your position or how you influence the horse doesn't necessarily mean that you get away with it at an advanced level. So what we have to think about is we have to think about how we shape the horse up how we create the reactions from our basic aids so we can maintain those same aids whether we're riding a 20 meter circle whether we're doing a Grand Prix zigzag in the canter we're doing tempi changes or we're walking on a loose rein okay so it's, it's not supposed to look any different
1: we hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast what would you like to learn about and what tips would you like to hear Email me, Stephanie, at sruff at equinenetwork.com or reach out to us on social media. Remember, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription to our online catalog. Thanks for listening.